0: welcome to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Come on, you're clapping for Jesus. You're clapping for Jesus. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. He's worthy. He's worthy. You may be seated. Pastor Portia, Pastor Steve, thank you so much. It's a great, great joy to be here and and my my lovely wife is able to join me demetra will you stand up and just kind of greet the folks please just wave turn around and wave (laughs) amen uh we're we're tremendously blessed after 34 years of marriage and have two children and nine grandchildren and and we're thankful to god for how he has just been such a wonderful savior and a glorious friend to us down through the years And uh, I was here, I don't know, three years ago. Wow, I could see the progress. The sanctuary is absolutely beautiful. Amen. Praise the Lord. I love what has happened to the place, and I just give God praise for that. Uh, God is doing great things around the world. You don't hear that (laughs) very often, (laughs) especially if you turn on the news. All you see is bad stuff going on around the world. You know, it's pandemic here, pandemic there, war here, war there. It's always something negative. But I want you to know that God is doing wonderful things around the world. (laughs) Hallelujah. And this is really a season of abundant overflow. You know, Ephesians 3.20 says that that God would do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power of God that is at work in us. And, and I really see that there's a, a supernatural, abundant flow of God's grace in this season. So if you're ever going to do anything for the Lord, now is the time to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't be talking about oh, the inflation and the gas prices. Look, that's just background noise. Hallelujah. We need to look beyond the background noise and see what God is doing. And I just see a supernatural, abundant release of what the Lord is doing. I've been serving with Teen Challenge now for 20 years, and uh, we have Teen Challenge in about 130 nations of the world, and I've traveled to a whole lot of those places. Uh, Just returned from Kenya a couple of weeks ago, and God's doing some great things there. But um, the Ministry and Teen Challenge in Southern California, we're continuing to grow. We have 10 locations from Fresno down to San Diego. And so that's the area that I serve in. And uh, we just opened a new, a new work in the Antelope Valley, in the Lancaster Palmdale area, uh, two weeks ago. So we just opened a brand new center in the midst of the pandemic and everything that's going on. God is good. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you believe God and and you prepare yourself, you can see the miracles because when preparation meets opportunity, that's when miracles come. And so God wants us to always be preparing our hearts and preparing our lives for the greater things. Say greater things amen. Jesus said the things that he did, we would do also in greater things because he was going to the father. And I really believe that this is the season for greater things. This is not the season for greater chaos. This is the season for greater things in the name of Jesus for the kingdom of God. And if you believe it, you can step into it, don't allow yourself to be limited and don't neglect this great salvation that God has given to us. My word that the Lord has given in my heart today is stop living beneath your privileges as a child of the king. Hallelujah. Stop living beneath your privileges as a child of the king. Psalm 103 verse 2 through 6 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins. How many? All your sins. And he heals all your diseases. How many? Hallelujah. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things. What kind of things? Hallelujah. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. Hallelujah. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. Amen. Hallelujah. We have a lot of oppression that is going on in the world. There's a lot of injustice that is going on in the world. But there's a promise here from the word of God that the Lord works righteousness and justice for all of those who are oppressed. Do you believe that? Amen. Hallelujah. Then we don't need to be out picketing. What we need to do is be in our prayer closet praying. Amen. Because that's when the release of God's glory comes upon the earth because he's the one who works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. Amen. Hallelujah. As much as we care for the oppressed, God cares even more so for the oppressed. That's why Jesus came. That's why the anointing was upon him to minister to those who are oppressed. Can someone say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And so this is our season, this is our moment as the body of Christ to, to move out from religion, to move out from limitation, to move out from anything that constricts us or bind us and soar on we eagle's wings and say, Lord, if you can use me, I'm available. And the Holy Spirit will fill you up, pour you out, fill you up and pour you out. This is our hour. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to God. You know, I was in Kenyan. I ministered at a pastor's conference in Nairobi, and the past, some of the pastors said there's a false teaching going around in the church now, and we want to know if anything, to it. And I said, well, what are you talking about? They said, well, we've been told that the name of Jesus has lost some of its power. I was stunned. I said, what do you mean? They said in some of the largest churches in our nation. They are teaching that you need the name of Jesus, and you need to bring about a 1,000 Kenyan shillings if you want to pray for your sick child to be healed. I said, No, in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. The name of Jesus has not lost some of its power. His name is above every name in heaven and earth and beneath the earth. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that He is Lord. He is King forever. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I say, you put your Kenyan shillings back in your pocket, hallelujah, and you call on the name of Jesus and you shall be saved. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You know, as that hit my ears, it sounded extreme, but I thought, well, isn't there some crazy stuff going around in our country too? Y'all better help me up in here. We might not be so bold to say it like that but we do all kinds of mental gymnastics and we play all kinds of games with God to try to twist him into doing something that he's already done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't have to beg and plead with God because he's your father. He's your friend. All you have to do is ask. He says, ask, you'll receive, seek, you'll find, knock, the door will be open to you. Hallelujah. And so we do all kind of things that we, well, well, if I keep all the commandments this week and I don't break this one and I don't go down that street and do that again, then maybe God will give me a better job. Stop. No, we can't be making bargains with God. God loves you just because, hallelujah, because he is love. Amen. And when we know him, his benefits come towards us. Amen. And, and, and I want you to know today that God wants to ignite us because there's a whole lot of folks that are kind of sitting on the bench right now. You know, we've gone, we're, we're, still in the pandemic. We're on a, in a place now where everybody's feeling a little bit more confident, but I want you to know that we don't live by feelings. We live by faith in the son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. Amen. Uh, Yeah, we use common sense and we use wisdom and we're practical and all of that, but don't allow the spirit of fear to grip your heart because God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love and a sound mind. So be filled with faith, be filled with the spirit of God and you begin to act like, you know, God, amen. He says, we're supposed to act like we know him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Acknowledge him means act like you know him. Amen. Hallelujah. If we act like we know God, then we're not filled with fear. Hello. (laughs) If we act like we know God, then we love unlovely folks. Amen. If we act like we know God, then we show up at church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every time. The door is open because we don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some. But we keep on praising. We keep on giving him the glory. We keep on honoring him with our lives. Hallelujah. Because he's worthy in the morning. He's worthy in the noontime. He's worthy in the pandemic. He's worthy when there's no pandemic. He's worthy when it's dark. He's worthy when it's light. He's worthy all the time because he saved us. He delivered us and he picked us up out of the pit and he delivered our lives from destruction. He's worthy of all the praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So we're going to act, turn to somebody and say, I'm going to act like I know Jesus this week. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Folks going to wonder what happened to me. Praise God because I'm not going to have that long face. I won't be sad this week, but I'm going to be joyful. There's going to be a jump and a skip in my step, and they're going to wonder what happened to me, what happened down at a Encounter Church on Sunday. Why are you acting like that? Hallelujah. Because I got some stuff taken off of me by the presence of the Holy God who loves me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14 says, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Start in verse chapter 2, verse 1 of Hebrews. We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. How shall we escape if we ignore so great a salvation? This salvation, which was first announced by the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also testified to it by signs, wonders, and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Are not the angels ministering spirits to serve those who will inherit salvation? Anyone in here inherited salvation? See, I said we're living beneath our inheritance. Hallelujah. We have inherited salvation from the Lord Jesus Christ. What in the world have we inherited? It's not just a ticket to heaven. Thank God, you know, that ticket has been punched. Praise God. Jesus paid the penalty for the price because the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. But I want you to know that salvation is here and now. Jesus came preaching the kingdom of God, the kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit right here and right now. So we must pay careful attention to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. In other words, we will begin to limit the power of God in our lives based on our confession of him. Because the salvation that we have is great, it's marvelous, and it's for here, and it's for now. Hallelujah. Amen. If you get a report from the doctor tomorrow that there's something wrong with you, you need salvation now. Amen. Well, I'm just going to wait to heaven. Well, that's great, but God might want to do something now. Because Jesus came and he was preaching the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is among you, hallelujah, with signs and wonders and miracles of the Holy Ghost. So don't neglect this great salvation that we have received. We don't fret and wring our hands as those who have no hope because we know who the hope giver is. Amen. We don't wring our hands and fret when we get bad news because we have received a great salvation. Someone say great salvation. salvation. Come on, one more time. Great salvation. salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This salvation is for now. Confirmed by signs and wonders and miracles that God distributes according to his will. Hallelujah. My concern is that we don't understand what we've received. Yes. Eternity with Jesus, we're going to be in heaven. But I want you to know that God has something right here and right now. That he wants to unleash in our lives. He wants to break into your turmoil. He wants to break into your brokenness. He wants to break into your oppression. He wants to break into your discouragement. He wants to break into your depression. He wants to break into all the lies of the enemy that's got you bottled up on the inside. He wants to break into your finances. He wants to break into your homes. He wants to break into your family. He wants to break into all the things that you. So concerned about because he's greater, he's King of kings and he's Lord of lords. And he has brought salvation to your home, he's brought salvation to your heart, he's brought salvation to your mind, he's brought salvation to your family, he's brought salvation to your life. Hallelujah! Glory to God. We're not beggars anymore. We're not on the outside, but we're on the inside. Glory to God. We've been accepted into the beloved. Hallelujah. That means we're family with Jesus, y'all. Hallelujah. We're sons and daughters of the king. And we're going to stop living beneath the privilege. Do not neglect this great salvation or we will drift away. And when we drift away, what happens? We're no longer that light. We're no longer that witness. We're no longer beaming forth the glory of God in this earth. But the the darkness will begin to cover the earth in gross darkness. But he says, arise and shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. It's time for the church to arise and shine. This is our moment. This is our destiny. This is our hour. Oh, don't wring your hands about the government. What's happening in the politics and the, the Democrats and the Republicans and independents. Stop. We've received a kingdom and a king that cannot be shaken. That's what Hebrews chapter 12 tells us. Hallelujah. We have received a kingdom that cannot be shaken. How often are you shaken every week? You turn on the news and you shudder and you shake. Why are we shaking? It's because we don't know that we're living and dwelling in the kingdom of God. His kingdom is not moving. It's not shaken. Hallelujah. Jesus reigns forever. He's on the throne. Hallelujah. At the beginning of Jesus' life and at the end of, the, of his life, he was called the king of the Jews. Hallelujah. He is the king. In John 18, when he was before Pilate, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. Someone say another place. Hallelujah. My kingdom is from another place. And then Pilate went on to say in verse 37 of John 18, you are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. Hallelujah. What is the truth that Jesus was testifying to? He was testifying to this truth, hallelujah, that he is the sovereign of the universe. And there's no power, no kingdom no dominion and no authority that he does not control can somebody say amen we're talking about living in our inheritance today the resurrection served to trigger the exaltation of jesus and he is the sovereign authority of the universe hallelujah Men and women may strut around as though they have the scepter, that they have the power over your life. Uh, Hallelujah. But I want you to know that God loves you and he's the one who has the scepter of righteousness, the scepter of strength, the scepter of his glory, the scepter of his anointing, the scepter of his deliverance, the scepter of his provision. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, the God who provides. And he has the scepter of authority over your life. Life, and he has the final word and the final authority hallelujah and no thrones or dominions or kingdoms can stand before him so rise up and declare i belong to the king of kings and the lord of lords hallelujah glory to god and i will not fear i will not be afraid hallelujah jesus came to restore the earth to its heavenly intention and what was this heavenly intention to bring forth the kingdom of worshipers. Hallelujah. What a powerful time we've had in worship today. But I want you to know that worship is more than our song. It's the lifestyle that we live. Hallelujah. Of giving God the glory and the honor. When we're on the job. When we're recreating. When we're walking around in the restaurant. Hallelujah. He's king of kings and lord of lords. Hallelujah. So the, he came to restore the earth to its heavenly intention. To birth a kingdom of worshipers. That will give glory and honor to God. Hallelujah. And you and I, we are called, hallelujah, by God to participate in this restoration. By putting ourselves in alignment, hallelujah, with his kingdom and his kingdom authority. And living our lives accordingly. Amen. Are you in alignment with Jesus? Amen. There's only two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. So we're either aligning with the kingdom of light or we are aligning ourselves with the kingdom of darkness. And so when Jesus called us, he called us to align ourselves with this kingdom. Not just so that we would get to heaven, but so that we would demonstrate what the kingdom looks like right here on the earth. Glory to God. Praise you, Jesus. He wants us to demonstrate the kingdom now. How? By healing the sick. Raising the dead, casting out devils, because freely we have received, now we freely give. And so if we are aligned with God's kingdom, that he's restored through Jesus' coming, then we should be representing him as his ambassadors in the earth. Loving the unlovely, amen. See, I'm not loving folks that hate me, oh my, my, my. We're talking about living in the kingdom, y'all. If we are aligning ourselves with the king and his kingdom, then he gives us power and authority to stand and to deliver. Amen. Stand and deliver. (laughs) Glory to God. We're going to deliver the word of truth. We're going to deliver those who are bound by all kinds of addictions and sins. We're going to deliver. Hallelujah. Hallelujah ourselves from stinking thinking <laughs> oh my see, David encouraged himself in the Lord amen see we want to go out and try to help a whole lot of folks you need to lay your hands on your head first <laughs> say Lord I'm struggling up in here <laughs> there's a fight going on up in here I got more than two opinions I'm standing between. I got five or six opinions. No, I got seven, one for each day of the week, God. Oh, deliver me from being double, triple, and seven-minded. Oh, Lord, give me a single mind to, to believe in you, to serve you, to trust you, to live for you. And to glorify your name in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Let me stand for the truth. Hallelujah. And let me speak and live the truth as it is in your word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So Lord, deliver me from limitation. Deliver me from bad thinking. Let my mind be transformed by the renewing with your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We are his disciples. What is a disciple? A disciple is one who has adopted the lifestyle of the teacher. Amen. It's not just learning some stuff about Jesus and Learning the books of the Bible and memorizing a few scriptures and being able to say a few, sing a few Christian songs. Amen. And learning what the Ten Commandments is. But it is a person who has adopted the lifestyle of the teacher. Does your lifestyle look like the lifestyle of Jesus? I'm not going to ask for no raising of hands hallelujah but the holy spirit revealed truth to us today amen that means our rule of conduct and our attitude must be like jesus hallelujah glory be to god my 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 how did jesus live jesus loved everybody hello i know you don't have an enemies list amen Praise God. Jesus just loved people. When he came across somebody who was oppressed, he set them free. He didn't walk by a person and see them on the homeless on the street talking to themselves and go, ooh, let me get on the other side. That's not what Jesus did. Jesus went up to him and he commanded whatever was upon them to loose them and let them go. Some folks say, well, don't take all that. Well, that's called neglecting a great salvation, because it does take all that. Hallelujah. fear not. Stop being afraid. We listen to the media that tells us these people are going to take your money, and they're going to knock you in the head. And so we run from them, and that's our mission field. Run to them. Yeah. Run to them. That's what Jesus did. He did not pretend they were not there. But he encountered them. And God released them. I remember years ago, when I was walking on the streets of Los Angeles. And I was working at the rescue mission. And this man was coming down the street. His hair is all matted up. And... He was talking to himself, just looking up here at the stars. And all I did was I said, good afternoon. He stopped. He said, who who said something to me? I said, I did. (laughs) He said, why did you say anything to me? I said, because I saw you. You were coming down the sidewalk and I saw you. When Jesus saw them. He ministered to them. He said, I was just thinking nobody on this earth knows that I'm alive. And when I get to the end of the street, I had planned to walk in front of the transit authority bus and kill myself. But you said, hello. Why? I said, because I saw you. We sat and talked for hours. He said, I'm not going to kill myself today. I didn't preach a 10-point sermon. I just said, hello. He said, nobody said hello to me for over six months. My family don't know I'm alive. And you said hello. See people. That's why he gave you eyes to see. He gave you a heart to love. He gave you gifts of the Holy Spirit to set the captives free. This is our moment. This is our destiny. This is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We will align ourselves with Jesus I belong to Jesus. I'm on Jesus' side. And what Jesus would do is, He would encounter the least, the lost, the most broken in our society. And He would reveal the kingdom to them. Oh, well, you know, they got mental illness and you know they could really hurt you. Stop. Let's let go of the excuses. jesus disarmed principalities and powers and made a show of them openly that's what we celebrate through all this easter season and he says i'm in you i'm with you i'm for you i'm walking in front of you i'm all around you i'm your rear guard i'm the glory and the lifter of your head i am your shepherd I am your God. I'm your guard. I will protect you. I will keep you. I have established my covenant and my plan and my purpose with you. And I will never forsake you. I will never walk out on you. I will never quit on you. I will never leave you alone. Hallelujah. God, give us anointed strategies on how to live your life. In this world as we align our thoughts and our attitudes and our actions with Jesus then we will align ourselves with his mission and this is his mission first John 3 8 for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil Luke 4, 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Hallelujah. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and the power. He went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Heal the sick. Love your enemies. Live in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We will not live beneath our privilege, our call, as sons and daughters of the King. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. We have to have active obedience. Say active obedience. (laughs) It's not what you intended to do, but it's what you're actually doing. <laughs> Amen. Because see, faith without action, faith without works is, is not worth a whole lot. It's dead, Amen. But when we're actively obedient, then we hear and we do. We hear. We don't hear and then analyze. <laughs> hear and examine and make up all kind of permutations and write dissertations. <laughs> but when we hear, we obey. Hello. Hear and obey. That's what we. It's it's so simple. We make it so complicated. When we hear that we know what that what is expected of us, then just step out and do it. You don't try to manage the results. Amen. The results are up to the Lord. The sower went out to sow some seeds. So we sow seeds. We hear and we obey. And so when the Holy Spirit prompts you, just obey. Amen. Well, I need to call and get a confirmation. Um, And then I need to get two more confirmations to make sure that that confirmation was okay. And then maybe I'll step out and put my toe in it to see if my toe is all right. And if the water is okay to my toe, I might put my foot in. And, and I might try to ease up on it. no stop is that what Jesus did no 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 he wasn't trying to test the water he prayed and he said I only go where my father tells me to go I only do what my father tells me to do and I only say what my father tells me to say so if we need all those kind of confirmations that tells me one thing we ain't spending no time in the prayer closet amen If you need five confirmations on top of your 10 confirmations, then let me give you a confirmation. You need to pray. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You need to pray. Hallelujah. You need to pray and say, God, what do you want me to do today? And then when the Holy Spirit just prompts you, just step out and do it. Amen. Don't wait for some big grandiose thing to do. It might be just saying hello to somebody. Hello. Opens the door for miracles. See, your preparation in the prayer closet prepares you for the opportunities for the miracles that God wants to bring through your life. The Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 5 for us to seize the moment, to make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And he said, understand what the will of the Lord is. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. See, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit can lead us. He can guide us. He can direct us. He can prompt us. He can talk to us. He can correct us. He can chastise us. Hallelujah. He can rebuke us. Hallelujah. And then he can lead us into the miraculous life of following Jesus. Amen. How many of you want to walk with the Holy Spirit like that? Amen. I'm telling you, It is wonderful when we walk with the Holy Spirit and we just do the things that the Holy Spirit tells us to do. You don't need to stop looking for confirmations. The confirmation is in the Word of God and is in your walk with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so I'm not saying that you can't have a prayer partner that you pray with, but stop all this confirmation. I need a confirmation. Uh, You know, I... I was thinking about, you know, giving some money to this ministry. Look, just do it. If they mess up with the money, they got to answer to God. If the Holy Ghost prompted you to do it, just obey him. You, you, you want to make sure you're giving in the good ground and good soil. Amen. So you use wisdom. And when, if you can see on the surface, look like it's good ground, then you just go ahead and do it in faith. Whatever is not of faith is sin. And so if you do it in faith, God will take care of your seed and he'll see to it that grace is multiplied into your life. Hallelujah. My, my, We get tied up in knots like a pretzel trying to figure everything out before we do anything and so we never get out of the starting blocks and nothing ever gets accomplished. And so nobody knows what side we're on. Amen. We're just cruising through life as an ordinary person hoping nobody notices us. No, Uh, don't be looking at me don't be looking no no (laughs) no they need to look at you hallelujah because they're looking for glory and the same passage of hebrews says he's that god has crowned us with glory hallelujah read chapter two of hebrews It'll, it'll encourage and set your soul on fire they're looking for glory And the glory of of, of Christ should be seen in our face and on our very countenance. That's what they're looking for. No, no, they're looking to take something from me. Yeah, they're looking to take a deposit of the glory of God that's in your life. Give it away. That's why he gave it to you. He didn't give you glory just to walk around shining. Look how shiny I am. No, no, no. At the end of the day, you need to be so depleted you can barely walk in the door. Because virtue been pulled out of you all day long. I need to drag in here and get on my face and get some more. Hallelujah. Pour me out as a drink offering, Lord. To the thirsty, to the lost, to the bound, to the oppressed. Hallelujah. Amen. If you still fool at the end of the day, you didn't give something away. Amen. Because he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be filled. And so we don't hunger and thirst because we don't give anything away. And then guess what? We start neglecting such a great salvation. And we start moving away from the purposes of God. But the Lord is calling us back today. Hallelujah. Are you willing to say yes? As I close, as the preacher said 15 times. <laughs> oh, this is first close, first closing, amen. Thank you, Pastor Steve, Pastor Portia. I love you guys so much. <laughs> John fifteen fifteen. Jesus says this to his disciples, and he says this to us today. No longer do I call you slaves, for the slave does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Jesus is our king. And he's brought great, great giftings into our lives. But he says, he said to his disciples, he said, now up to this time, there were things that were secret from you in the purposes of the kingdom. But he says, now I'm going to make it all known to you. So from now on, The moment-to-moment relationship that they have with the Lord would be as friends. Doulos means slave, servant. We serve the Lord. But I want you to know that Jesus has made us his friends. And as friends, he lets us know what to do. He doesn't keep it hidden in a secret. But he makes it very, very clear. Feed the hungry going to get much clearer than that. Clothe the naked. Visit those in prison. Minister to those who are sick. Hello? He says, you're my friend so I'm going to make it real clear for you what the will of the Father is so that you can obey. We're now friends with Jesus. Hallelujah. They didn't do anything To earn friendship status. Friendship status was given to them by Jesus. Hello? We don't do anything to earn friendship status. We are friends because Jesus said, I'm calling you friend. And my word that goes forth out of my mouth will not return void, but it accomplished what I send it out for. So when I said friend... Then the grace, the anointing, the ability, the insight, the inspiration, uh, the the open eyes all came The eyes of your understanding became open so that you would know how to be a friend of God and how to live as his ambassador and representative in the earth. I hear people say, well, you know, if I could just hear the voice of God, you know, maybe in my life, I said, stop. There's a whole much, whole lot that we already know what God has told us to do. That we don't need to wait for somebody to come and give us a prophetic word before we start moving. Am I right, church? Amen. Hello. I need to know if, I need, if this is what God wants me to do. Well, I said, well, is it sinful? Well, no, it's going to help some folk. <laughs> then go help the people. Amen. He says, I'm calling you friends. So I'm going to make things real clear for you. How many of you want to be a friend of Jesus? Amen. Then let's just step out and do what our friend has told us and revealed to us very clearly about the will of the king and the will of the father. And it's for us to let the oppressed go free. To love the unlovely. Hallelujah. To minister to the least and to the lost. To go into the dark places that nobody wants to go somewhere. Well, you know, that's a little too serious. People are taking that Christianity stuff a little too serious. So <laughs> stop. Oh, man. It's like, does it take all that? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Amen. It takes everything, as Pastor Steve said. It takes everything. This is our moment. The churches and the world is in great darkness. And it's time for the light to come. And the glorious light that the Lord wants to bring is he wants to bring the truth to us that we have a responsibility to take Jesus up on his offer of friendship. Hallelujah. Are you ready to be a friend of Jesus? Is that the second or third? Second, second closing. <laughs> Let's stand together. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you ready to be a friend of Jesus? Are you ready to stop living beneath your call and your privilege and your purpose? Amen. We have a great salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and just the, the, the cherry on the top is, is going to heaven but most of our salvation is lived out here yeah. you, don't, you, you don't need no salvation in heaven cause you're in heaven then <laughs> you need salvation now when you're discouraged there's people in your life that need salvation now so don't neglect this great salvation here and now the reason that he came and revealed truth to us is so that we could get busy about the work of the kingdom. There are people in your life that are waiting for the glory that is in you to spill over into their life. Don't keep it capped up and bottled up. But let it flow. Let it flow. Let the glory of the Lord, let it flow. Open your hearts, open your life. Get rid of all the sin and strife. Let it flow, let the glory of the Lord, let it flow. hallelujah hallelujah the Lord loves you so much you see I got some issues I got some things in my life I want you to know that God is just waiting for you to release those to him he says cast all your care upon me because I care for you and then get up and let's flow in the Holy Ghost let's bring the release to the captives this is our moment this is our destiny i can see it in my mind's eye what god wants to do he wants to multiply in this church his grace fill this place with those who don't know that they have benefits from the Lord (laughs) that we read from Psalm 103. And the knowledge of that will come through the witness that you give. Saints of God, don't hold back. Listen, you have everything that pertains to life and godliness already if you know Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, you can can know him right now. (laughs) Glory to God. You can come running, skipping, and jumping right into his presence right now and say, I don't know him, but uh, I'd like to know this king that you talked about. This is your moment to begin this journey of salvation where God will deliver you, set you free from the power of sin so no longer will your name be sinner, but it will be saint. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's calling you. If you're here and you don't know Jesus, this is your moment to come to the Savior. He's calling you. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning and you're not sure that you know Jesus, can you lift your hand? I want to pray with you. I tell you, this is your day. This is your hour. This is your moment. Anyone at all. This is your day. This is your moment. This is your hour. This is your day. This is your moment. This is your hour, hallelujah. God is not mad at you. As a matter of fact, he loves you so much, hallelujah, that he wants to reveal even more of that love to you in this moment. Anyone here who don't know Jesus at all, maybe you've been away from him for a season and you need to be brought close to the flame of his fire once again so that you can be ignited into the purposes of god this is your moment too have you been away from the lord and you want to be ignited in his purposes say lord i just i want to step out of myself and and just be more available to you and not be so concerned about all my issues and my problems and my stuff it's become a great mountain that's in my way And I need the mountain to be moved. Lift your hands where you are. I want to pray for you. Amen. 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 I see you. Amen. I want the mountain of self to be moved so that there's no limitation and no hindrance to me living out this great salvation. I will not neglect this great salvation, hallelujah, that you've given to me to live out in this life father thank you for the hands that are raised i pray right now father for a release in the name of jesus into the glorious flow of the holy spirit lord that no longer we will we be so concerned about ourselves about getting our own needs met about all of the issues of the day but lord the one issue of the day is we want to please the master we want to please the king And we want to live according to your purpose. So Lord, touch us, deliver us, give us vision, give us courage, give us strength to step out and to obey what you show us to do. We are your willing servants. Repeat this prayer with me, say, Lord Jesus. I'm available, I'm available for your kingdom, purposes. your kingdom purposes. Thank you for the great salvation that you have given to me. I will not neglect this salvation. I will not. But Lord, I will live, I will live. According, to according to your word. I'll share my faith. I'll, my faith. I'll, pray. I'll pray. I'll hear from you. And I will obey. And I will obey. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a shout of victory. Come on, you're shouting for Jesus. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Encounter Church Sermon of the Week. If you would like to learn more about us, please visit encounterjesus.us or search for Encounter Church San Leandro in your app store.